this is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is a Monday, November 25th, 2019. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today, we have a very special guest. Jessica Milagros is a plus-size model, body diversity advocate, and CBS Season 21 Big Brother reality TV star. She is signed to IPM Model Management and has been featured in various publications, appeared on national television, and has walked several runways, including New York Fashion Week, the business of curves at the Fashion Institute of Technology. And Jessica has worked with major retail brands such as Ashley Stewart, Kohl's, Target, Fashion to Figure, and was the first Latina size 16, 18 model to land a national commercial and swimsuit collaboration with retailer J.C. Penney. She is passionate about presenting opportunities for all body types to be represented and believes in breaking the social norms. Let's welcome Jessica to the show. Hi, Jessica. (laughs) Hi, Denise. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you because the last time we spoke was in 2016. And actually, when you got cast on Big Brother, the Chicago uh, Tribune picked up that interview. So I was excited for you. And I got a little shout out myself. Oh, hey, yeah. That, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's been it's been a while. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's just been hustling this whole time. Yes. So first, let's talk talk about Big Brother. Now, you already had a successful career as a plus size model. Why did you even want to do reality television? That's a good question. Um, You know what? I've been watching Big Brother for several seasons now. And actually, since season 10, where I was on season 21. So that goes to show the whole time watching it, there have been very few, actually almost non-existent, the type of women that I really connected to on the show. And when the opportunity, when the opportunity presented itself to actually be on the show, um, I just, I just saw an opportunity for me to represent a different type of woman that isn't, always represented in mainstream media. That's the plus size woman. I, I haven't seen a plus size woman go there and compete and be able to um, have the same opportunities as other people that have been on the show. So I, I was really excited for the opportunity to, uh, to kind of um, break some social norms and hopefully inspire other women that saw themselves a little of myself in them to to go after what they want to do and and to not be looked at as anything other than so tell me exactly how did you get cast on the show and what was the audition process like for big brother um the audition process was actually quite lengthy <laughs> uh i was 
uh, what they would, I guess what they would be called, would be called scouted. But it's a funny thing was, is that I was in the process of creating a submission video uh, on the day that I was actually contacted. So, so I, I, I say that it was just divine timing in, in all honesty. Um, I was creating video, a video for submission and I got a message through one of my social media channels and was asked if, uh, if I was interested in, in, in being a contestant on the show and if I wanted to go through the auditioning process. So, I mean, the, the contact was there through casting through a, a casting agency. However, I had to go through all of the other channels, which was to submit, uh, to submit a video uh, kind of talking about my life, uh, why I wanted to be on the show, what I thought I brought to the table, uh, several different auditioning processes. I mean, going back and forth to Los Angeles to meet with producers. I mean, the whole gambit. So, it was actually, it, it was a pretty lengthy process. And that is a testament to new and upcoming models, how important it is to make uh, relationships with people in the industry and how you should keep your social media clean and professional because you never know who's watching. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, as I mentioned before, the, the the process is very lengthy and grueling and they go through all, I mean, they go through everything past and present of like what you're doing, who you are, the types of messages that you've been sending. I mean, uh, I was almost about ready to give up my baby's rights. <laughs> I, it, it was, it was, it was a very, it was very lengthy. So it, but I think what I've learned from that is that I'm very proud of the relationships that I've kept over time and the fact that I've always been very, very professional and very passionate about the work that I do and that I've worked hard to where, you know, where I've gotten in, in life in general, not just in the modeling industry, but, you know, you never know what contacts, who's watching, who's looking at you and who is deeming you inspirational. Like uh, I got contacted specifically off of a prior relationship that I had from a past job. And from there, uh, they made a suggestion. And then the casting director had been looking at, had been following me for, for months on end and without any idea that this was happening, you know, so that there are, there are eyes that are watching you and it's why it's important to, to be a good example. Now, how difficult was it to not to be in communication with your friends and family while doing the show? Oh, wow. The process um, of just getting, (laughs) kind of giving up social media in general was really bad. Um, my phone of not being in contact with anybody was even, I, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be, but it was even worse. I, I was without contact with my husband for 110 days. So wow. and, I mean, when, when they say no contact, it's really no, no contact. I mean, there, um, they can see what you're doing and they're probably, you know, the family, my family members and my friends were being updated on what I was doing because obviously I was on live, you know, live shows uh, every week, but, but I had no idea what was going on outside um, within my own family or within the culture in general. Like I had no idea that anything was ever happening. 
And we don't realize how dependent we are on that type of communication. And not just for that, but just to be a part of um, my community. Because uh, being in that house, you are learning about different cultures. Like, there are other cultures. There's other uh, you know, ideas and thoughts from from other people. There, there are several biases that you have to overcome, and um, and not having the support system that you're used to in real life. That that's a very hard thing not to have. Now, what if there was a family emergency? Like, what if your husband would have got in a car accident? Would they have let you know, or you just had to find out after everything was over? Oh no no no! They 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 would definitely be able to contact you in case something like that was to happen. I think it it would really depend on how severe the situation is, you know, um, and and we're we're asked to kind of give that severity of like when we would want to be contacted, you know. The, it, would you want to be contacted if you're you know, if your cat, you know. If you're, if you're, you know, if your cat passed away or would you want to be more severe if, you know, if a family member is, is in dire, in a dire situation. So, I mean, you do have the ability to, to, to kind of ask for, for, for that. In, in my instance, it was just more, as long as my, my immediate family was in, in good health, that's all I, you know, that's all I cared about. Any, anything else? Don't contact me. It's like we got a game to play. <laughs> right. So, do you like the way you were portrayed on Big Brother? Because sometimes people that appear on reality shows say that's not me. They edited me into a character, and that is not who I really am. So, how do you feel about that? And would you do another reality show? <clears throat> um, that's a good question. I, you know, it, it is hard. It, I. I agree with what you're saying. I think a lot of people do feel that way. And there's always an editing process. And unfortunately, you are going to get <laughs> edited. Not everybody likes the way that they're edited. Me personally, I don't feel that that is exactly who I am. There are some, you know, there are some truths to uh, the type of person I was. But at the same time, I was also playing a game. So, um I, I I wish that they would have portrayed a little bit more of my, my stronger character, but at the same time, uh, I was also played, I was also portrayed as a non-problematic character, which is always a great thing, you know, so I, I wasn't the person, I, I wasn't the person who uh, was gearing up all of the, all of the drama, which is something that I was very particular with. I wanted to make sure that the reason that I was there was to portray a, you know, a strong, uh, a strong Latina uh, plus size woman. And uh, I didn't want any other stereotypes to be put on there. I think I was very careful to, to not create problems where problems didn't need to exist. Uh, so in that case, um, I, I think I did a good job. And in others, I wish that, you know, you always wish you want a little bit more airtime. Um, if if I could do another reality show, it would definitely need to play up on um, on my strengths, of course. And I I think that I would probably want to be more more in charge of uh, the producing of of said reality show, or you know at least have more uh, more rights to be able 
to show who I truly am and not give that to a, a producer, you know, or somebody else. I would want to have more control, more executive control over how I'm being portrayed. Now, what opportunities have you received since being on the show? Has it boosted your career in any way? Um, I think that it's definitely um, made things for for the better. I definitely have more visibility. There's a lot more people that I have um, that I have been in contact with that have said that I've touched them in in different ways that I've inspired them to do and and do things that they would never have thought to do. Um, I am working on a few projects, which I'm insanely excited about um, that are in the works that I can't particularly say. So I, I have kept, I have kept pretty busy, you know, the, um, the modeling is there and it has, um, and I have been modeling since being outside of the, uh, of the big brother house. So I think I, I just have been working on, making sure that this new platform that I have with, uh, with new followers uh, is, is used to its uh, full potential and make sure that I'm not just uh, aimlessly like walking through, but using my platform for, for the better. And um, obviously I, after big brother, I, I did a short stint on uh, the bold and the beautiful. I had a walk on roll on the bold and the beautiful. So it definitely has opened up my, uh, my eyes to the world of acting. So that also might be something that I would be interested in doing. So you're currently in Chicago. So eventually do you plan to relocate to Los Angeles or New York for your career? Uh, no, I don't, I haven't really thought about that. I um, obviously if the, if a good opportunity exists if something just happens to fall on my lap and it's a great fit then that might be a different story but I've always um pride myself in doing everything that I have done while still being in Chicago um I love Chicago it's it's a great city it's very central to what I do um because I could easily get to either sides of the country um, in little to no time. So, so that's always a great plus. And right now Chicago also has uh, a budding, you know, uh, film. Uh, it, it, the, the community here is kind of up and coming for opportunities in, in film and acting and things of that nature. So we shall see. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, LA life is a little too lax and I think New York life is a little too hectic. I, I feel like Chicago is a, is a very big middle ground for that. So we shall see. <laughs> and I mentioned before you even uh, were cast on big brother, you are already booked and busy. Now, how long have you been signed with IPM model management? And since signing with them, you've been working consistently, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I've, Oh, wow. Actually, with IPM Model Management, I've been, it's going to be close to eight years now. So it's been a great, it's been a great run. Uh, they've been an amazing agency to work with. You know, I, I really don't have any complaints. We've, it's, we've gone through so much, especially being on the bigger, well, at, at that point on the bigger side of plus, right, when you're a size 18, 20 model, uh, you know, working for some of these uh, companies can be a little bit harder because it's just what they were not looking for um, models of that size. So to be able to kind of 
uh, work with these companies like Kohl's and JCPenney and Target um, at the size that I was, it, it's amazing. Um, and the opportunities, of course, with with brands like JCPenney and being able to work, uh, you know, the collaboration with their swimsuits and and whatnot. It's it's, it's been it's been a hard and trying uh, eight years, but at the same time, it's so um, so rewarding for the type of work that that I do because um, not many people get to do that, and so I'm, I'm very I'm very blessed. And that was a big accomplishment for you and IPM Models when you got the collaboration with J.C. Penney's. You actually made history by the first Latina size 16, 18 model to land something that big with J.C. Penney's, right? Definitely. It, you know, it was the first of its kind. I was, it's, it, it's been a blessing, to be quite honest. Um, going into it, it, you it's almost like a dream. You, you think about all the people that you want to represent and, and you are in this place where you get to basically make decisions based on uh, everything you've learned from your community and, and the people that follow you and listening to their wants and their needs and, and what you as a, as your own person wants to see in the fashion industry and, and what lacks. So it's very, it, there's this sense of accomplishment to know that, you know, you have a part in such a, in such a big, you know, place like that, because seriously, not, not enough uh, of us women are being heard when it comes to those fashion decisions or even like opportunities like that. I, I have no words. <laughs> And I have to say, um, with your collaboration with JCPenney's, the swimsuits were amazing. I had an opportunity to wear one, and it was one of my favorite swimsuits I ever had. So the products I were amazing. I thought you looked great. <laughs> Thank you. you. You look fabulous, too. Thank you. And so do you have any more things in the work with JCPenney's for 2020, or we have to just wait and see? You'll definitely have to wait and see. I can't. Um, I can't really say much of my project, but um, what I'm looking for more. Um, well, what I'm looking to do in in the following year is to definitely uh, take more creative control and be able to kind of have more of those decisions. Be a little bit um, more involved in in whatever project I'm I'm in. I think that that's was my my learning curve the past couple years um sometimes as a, as a model is very different in being a model and an entrepreneur because when you're just modeling um you are taking those directions from the creative directors from the photographers from the people you know uh you are just that tool that is helping them create what they want and as an entrepreneur and um you know, as a business owner and as a creator that I see myself, like I want to take more of that creative control on myself, which, which is a lot, it's, it's a bigger, you know, um, opportunity to kind of show exactly what I'm made of, but it also takes a lot harder work and more time to prepare because it's, you know, my own thoughts, my own creative process. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for what the new year brings. 
So we have a lot of um, inspiring models that listen to the podcast, and they see you as a successful uh, plus model, role model, now reality TV star. But talk about some of the obstacles you had at the beginning of your career, Um, because success doesn't come overnight, and sometimes people are super impatient. Definitely. Um, Every, I think, every successful uh, you know, individual has their backstory. It is a lot of hustle. It's a lot of long sleepless nights. It's a lot of money out of your own pocket, um, starving artist type <laughs> deal. There's a lot of investment that goes into um, in, into modeling and I think a, a business in general, right? And I, I think what some models fail to see is that uh, they – they don't take their modeling as seriously as they would starting, um, I don't know, a restaurant business or, you know, a, you know, another business where they would need to actually take the money in and pay for rent or pay for, you know, the products that they're going to sell or things of that nature. Um, models need to invest in the same way. You know, you need to invest the money in, you know, good photographers and good stylists and good makeup artists in mentors that are going to help you if you don't know how to pose. If you, you know, the the amount of work that goes into educating yourself um, up to who the agent that is going to represent you, you know, who those clients are. Um, and then looking at yourself and seeing yourself as a brand and how you're going to market yourself. And that is the biggest thing I think that for me in particular because um, I am Latina there I I have to be marketed in a little bit of a different way um, than anybody else and and that's for for any model you have to understand like um, that there's a there's a role for every look out there and how are you going to market yourself Um, what makes you stand out what makes you different um, how can you blend in? What brand does your look, does your look serve? Um, so these are all things. It's, it's a ton of um, back, you know, back end uh, education that needs to go into it and a passion uh, for, for it. And that, and that's why I think it takes so long for, for some, some models to really make it because it takes, it takes time. It's, it's just like, you know, going to school for four years. Right. And tell us how important it is to find the right agency that believes in you. Because you said you've been with IPM for eight years. Some models, after one year and they're not booking anything, they're ready to call it quits. That's uh, that's definitely true. Um, it, look, not every agent is the best fit for for every person, right? So you definitely have to find an agency that you vibe with that you know is going to uh, work with you and, and for you that believes in your look that is there to also help mentor you and shape you in the direction that you personally want to go. Um, I, I have seen models get very impatient with not seeing work come in, you know, five or six months after being signed to an agency, but it's just not that easy. Um, it, sometimes it, it takes a lot longer. I, 
I can I can say that, you know, I didn't I don't I didn't really get my main one of my main jobs until maybe after a little after a year of being signed to an agency. That whole first year was about getting my portfolio together and learning the ins and outs and feeling more comfortable in my, you know, in my poses and getting in front of a camera enough to to really sell looks and and that's a whole process. And I think a lot of models get impatient because they think that they're going to be working, you know, a, a, a few months after getting signed. And unfortunately, it's not that easy. I think a lot of models that I talk to nowadays, I mean, they have very similar stories. It it takes, you know, it, it can take a long time. It could take years until you catch that big break. And when did you know that your career was booming enough that you could model full time? Um, I like I was actually modeling full time after my third year of being signed to the agency. So I, I felt comfortable enough to a point well, you you figure it out when you realize that you are working and you have to start turning down jobs because you can no longer manage it with the job that you currently have. That that was kind of my breaking point. My break, like I was trying to figure out do I, you know, do I keep on working this, you know, this marketing job that definitely pays the bills and is my profession um or you know, do I leave that and really put faith in the fact that modeling is my passion. And the reason I'm not getting more jobs in the modeling field is because I'm not giving myself enough time to really focus on it. And each, each person goes kind of, kind of through that. You have to either make that decision, that leap of faith in saying, I'm going to leave this and go into the unknown, but in full faith that I have what it takes. Um, Or, or not. <laughs> and then for me, it, it was more like I just, I went out on faith and said, if, if I had more time, I would be getting booked more. And mm-hmm. luckily that, that has been, that has been the case. Now, what is the ultimate goal with your career and your brand? Cause you've expanded now to just more than a model. So what is your ultimate goal? <laughs> Um, I haven't really, that's a great question. I have not really looked at the whole right now because I'm still kind of going through a lot of my my goals and my mission. But one thing seems to be clear is that I want to be an, I want to be an influence to those, uh, to those that, that see me and see me working and see, um, all of these positive aspects of me being, you know, a body positive woman. I want to, as I mentioned before, like I want to break those social norms and we're doing such a good job in this community doing so. Um, I'm one out of so many, but there still aren't enough of, of us women who have a platform big enough to, you know, to share the journey. And that's, that's all I wanted. It's like, I want to be able to speak on bigger platforms so that that is heard, you know, being on big brother. One of the reasons I did it is was definitely to show 
um, the mainstream media is that bigger women could compete in physical activities and, and do shows like Big Brother that are known to be very physical um, and be a representative of, of that community. Um, and I was very surprised <laughs> that I was literally, I am the first um, plus size model to ever be on the show. Um, and before me, there was only two other um, plus size women that had ever been on it in 21 seasons. So really to only have three women and be the first uh, woman of color that his plus size to be on the show is, um, I, I'm very proud of it. And at the same time, there needs to be more of that push, you know, Next mm-hmm. year, there should be another plus-size woman. There should be two plus-size women. There should be, you know, we should be getting more roles on TV. We should be able to uh, to do all of these things that we want to do and do them on a bigger platform. Now, do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for that you can actually tell us about? I'm thinking, I'm just, oh, that's a, um, that's a good question. Um, as of right now, no, I can't, everything will be happening in 2020, obviously with, you know, with the holidays coming up so soon, but if, um, anybody is really interested in, you know, following me in my journey, you know, they can follow me at a, at J Milagros plus on Instagram. It's the same for my Twitter handle. Um, and my Facebook is pretty much across the board. Uh, you know, I am looking on uh, uh, creating a YouTube channel, so look out for that. And that will be hopefully coming out in the beginning of 2020. And um, and then that's where I'll probably give all the other good information. <laughs> but you can content. be uh, currently seen on the Ashley Stewart website, I think. Oh, definitely. Yes, yes. You could definitely see me um, on the Ashley Stewart website. Um, If you haven't uh, seen the episode of The Bold and the Beautiful, that is definitely on CBS um, All Access. You can check, you could check out my walk on roll on The Bold and the Beautiful there. Um, And and you can be seen on uh, London Times website too. And Maggie, correct. uh, London Times, Maggie London Curve. Uh, those are definitely areas that you can see some some of my some of my work for sure. Yes, now I just know that because that's places I shop and I see you on the website, hey. so that's how I know. <laughs> well, yeah, before you, I, I said something. Forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you go, once again, tell us your official social media pages and your website. So you can find me on. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram using the same hash um, handle, J Milagros Plus. That's the um, that's the social media handle. Uh, you can also learn a little bit more about me uh, at That will probably be up and running within the week. So that's always um, a great uh, place to you know, to read up on me and some of my articles on Oprah Magazine or um, on Cosmo, which I have some great articles regarding that and Big Brother. Um, yeah, and I believe that that's it. It's like so much information. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time out to talk to me today. It's a pleasure to see you uh, just grow with your career and your brand, and I'm so excited for everything you have going on. 
Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I know it's been it's been a while since the, the, our last our last interview. So I'm like so I'm I'm blessed to even uh, be talking to you right now. Well, thanks again, and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. And thank you to our fabulous guest this evening, Jessica. Make sure you check her out on social media. And for bookings, contact ipmmodels.com. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and always supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.